Welcome into episode 39 of Hometown Threads on 14 WILI and 95.3 FM and Willimantic Today Facebook. Keith C. Rice back in here, and we'll get to our special guest in just a sec. Uh, just a reminder, as we do at the top of every show and throughout the show, remind you that Hometown Threads comes your way courtesy of our good friends at Liberty Bank. Be community kind with three great local locations, West Main Street, Willimantic, uh, Gateway Commons. My wife is the uh, manager at that branch, Marianne Gargoni. And then across the street, another location, 679 Main Street, Willimantic. And then Route 195 in Mansfield, Liberty Bank, be community kind. J. Matt Rupar, if you wouldn't mind, say hello to the fine folks. Hello. Uh, of course, Hometown Threads uh, comes your way on WILI, 1400 AM, 95.3 FM, every Tuesday from 5.05 to 5.30. And then later in the week, we pop it up on uh, my personal Keith C. Rice Facebook page and then Willimantic Today Facebook as well. Pleasure to welcome in for episode 39, a man who's no stranger to these microphones. He's been on with Wayno a few times. John Adamsowitz, he's the uh, owner of Bacon Funeral Home. How are you? John, I'm just going to ask you to move a little closer there. Are sure, you, absolutely. Good, Matt? Okay. I guess he was fine. I guess you were fine the way you were. Okay. okay. <laughs> That's why we have a producer here. Okay. Uh, so, welcome in, John. Thank you. Pleasure to have you here. And we were talking a little bit uh, off the air uh, before the show started. Uh, the conversations we have before the mics go on, I tell you. <laughs> so, how long have you been uh, owner of Bacon Funeral Home? Uh, owner of Bacon Funeral Home, this January will be five years. Okay. Since my wife and I purchased the funeral home, we uh, we took it over from the Sharon family who had it previously. So yeah, generally be five years. Of course, Bacon Funeral Home, uh, Prospect Street, Willimantic. Uh, I gotta tell you, let's just uh, well, first of all, let's back up like we do with, uh, with every guest here in Hometown Threads. Mm -hmm. Tell us about John Adamsowitz. Uh, you didn't grow up around here, right? No, I actually grew up in New Britain. Okay. Uh, you know, born in New Britain, raised in the Berlin Kensington area. Uh, kind of moved around from here and there and within the state, uh, you know, moved, you know, lived out of state for a while. And then we actually came to Willimantic, this part of the state, uh, prior to buying the funeral home. So it's okay. been almost five years. Okay. So this, this isn't your first rodeo doing this, right? No, no, uh, it's not. Tell us how far back... Uh, in, the, in the funeral uh, the funeral home business, how far back do you go with this? Uh, this actually, this month will actually be 29 years My for goodness. me. You've yeah. been doing this a long time. Yeah, it's it's been a while. It's been a while. What, so uh, this goes way back to like when did you when did you get your first job? And tell us how how did you become interested in something like this? I actually believe it or not, I was actually in high school and I actually had a part time job at a particular funeral home kind of washing cars, doing, you know, yard work, things of that nature, you know, was exposed to it for a while and, you know, graduated high school, went to Mortuary College and been doing it ever since, haven't looked back. So, wait a minute. So this is, uh, so you could actually go to school for this yeah. kind of field? Yeah, they actually have mortuary colleges throughout the United States that specialize in this particular uh, field of study. Um, yeah, so they actually have... Where did you go to Mortuary? Which... Um, I actually went one one year I went to Boston, up at uh, New England Institute in Boston, and then the second year I actually was down in Briarwood College in Southington, okay. which I graduated in uh, 1994. So how does one become interested in this? I know you said you got into it at an early age. What uh, what drew you to this? Uh, well, a lot of... It's kind of two scenarios. One, typically it's family business. You know, if somebody's family's into it, they typically will get themselves into it. Me, it was just, you know, kind of the... I was always into science. I was always into kind of medicine type of thing. Um, you know, being around it during my high school years, it just seemed very interesting, you know, dealing with the, you know, ana you know the anatomy part of things and, and, you know, dealing with different types of people and people's emotions. And it kind of just drew me to that. You know, it was just basically uh, I was always wanted to help people, you know. And, and this is obviously one of those professions where you, where you help somebody at probably one of the worst times in their lives. 
Um, so uh, kind of that's kind of what I like about that is, is helping people. So well, let's uh, it's got to be difficult too. you know, as you, as you just mentioned, dealing with uh, yeah. it's, it's, it's a, I mean, dealing with death, uh, with families and, and relatives and all that. It's uh, how's that uh, on a daily basis? What does a funeral home director do? Uh, basically, you know, when, when somebody does pass, we, we get the call from the family. Um, we initiate, you know, contact with them or they initiate contact with us. We set up a, a time for them to come in. Um, at that point, we'll discuss any particular arrangements. If somebody's looking for a traditional burial service, if somebody's looking to arrange a cremation service with memorial service, we'll arrange all that with them. You know, we'll, we'll take care of, you know, transporting the body from, from the place of death into our care. If there's any type of preparation work that has to be done, we will do that as well. Um, and then we'll coordinate with the local churches and the cemeteries to arrange those those final arrangements as well. So we'll do all that on behalf of the family. All right. So let's go back to John Adamsowitz as a teenager. You okay. said you got into this at, uh, well... Hey, 16. Yeah. At 16. Yeah. At 16, I was working here. And, uh, yeah. well, hey, to each their own. And you, when you... Who, who uh, you just went down there and applied for a job at the age of 16? Yeah, I knew somebody that worked there, and I went down there, and I basically said to my, you know, I said to them, you know, I'm looking to kind of get into it. Anyway, I can kind of shadow someone or be around it. And they're like, oh, yeah, come on down. So, you know, they, after a couple of weeks or so, then like, okay, if you want to come down, there's cars to be washed, kind of like those, you know, maintenance type of things. Gotcha. And was around it. And like I said, I've been doing it ever since. Just kind of went with it and never looked back. And you were, before coming to Willimantic and, and, uh, taking over uh, running Bacon Funeral Home five years ago. Were you at the same funeral home uh, uh, for all those years again? No, I've worked at different funeral homes, you know, throughout the, throughout Connecticut. Tell us a little about that. Yeah, I kind of worked in the Hartford County area, you know, worked for some corporate funeral homes, worked for some family-owned funeral homes. Uh, for a while, I did go out of state. I worked, you know, in North Carolina for a bit, and I actually worked uh, down in the Gulf Coast of Mississippi for a while. Did you? Yeah. And then came back to Connecticut when this opportunity came up, and so my wife and I, we came up, we bought Bacon's, and we're here. So, so, uh, where, oh, so where did you come from From uh, prior to Bacon? Was it Mississippi? It was Mississippi, yeah. We're, so you yeah. kind of moved around like I did. All right. Yeah. So do you find it in other parts of the country, uh, are funeral homes handled pretty much the same all over? Or do you see like in Mississippi, you said North Carolina and other states, not necessarily in this region, do they do they handle things a little bit differently? Yeah. Were you, did you own those homes too? No, I just worked for someone. I just worked for. Yeah, them. I mean the funeral homes pretty much operate in the same regard, you know, in other states. Some of the customs are a little different. Some of the traditions are a little different. Such as, um, you know, uh, certain religions, certain you know burial customs tend to be a little different. But as far as the the premise of the actual business itself, it's pretty much the same. It's it's pretty much handled the same. John Adamsowitz, uh, owner of Bacon Funeral Home, uh, Prospect Street in Willimantic, is with us. Episode 39 of Hometown Threads on 14 WILI, 95.3 FM, and Willimantic Today Facebook. Brought to you by Liberty Bank, B Community Kind. Uh, being in this business as long as you have, and we were talking about this when the mics were off mm-hmm. and the mics and cameras were off, mm-hmm. you got to kind of have a sense of humor at times, right? You do. You do. Because you don't want to be morbid 24-7. It is a very sad thing. Let's, and we all know death is extremely sad. Yeah. And it seems like just by, you know, it's weird. Usually every guest, i got to say this right off the every guest that you guys walk through here to do Hometown Threads, I pretty much know. This is the first time I've met John Adamsowitz. So I really didn't know what to expect coming in here. I'm like, oh, is this going to be a, you know, I was even telling Matt, right? I was like, is this going to be a real serious show? Or I got <laughs> Before we started the show, you were just telling me, oh, but you got to have, so you must have some stories throughout the years. Uh, 
Feel free to share some. <laughs> I mean, ones that you, you think are okay to tell. I mean, you've done this thing with Wayne before. Yeah. What can you share with us throughout your years? Uh, you know? I, I mean, obviously, you know, dealing with, with grieving families, there's a lot of sadness. You know, there's a lot of a lot of grief. But there are, there are some things that tend to be a little funny at times. I can't really think of anything off the top of my right. hand. Um, but... Uh, you know, you the way I kind of live it day to day is you, you have to put yourself in their shoes. You know, how yeah. would you want to be treated, you know, in a situation like that? You know, I've had to, you know, unfortunately uh, handle services for close friends. And actually, I've done some for my family as well, yeah. which I've actually handled services for my own family. Wow. Um, so, yeah, the, it's it's it can be a tough thing. And, you know, I think most importantly is just getting him through that that difficult time as best as you can and trying to help them kind of with the grieving process. And yeah. uh, that's why we're there. You know, we're there to provide a service. And, and you know, that, that's really what it is. Well, you and what's your wife's name? Tracy. You and Tracy uh, do a great job. I've uh, actually, uh, I guess you could say, worked some funerals with the Knights of Columbus. Mm-hmm. I guess is that the, yeah. I've, I've um Knights of Columbus have done. We've done funerals at uh, at Bacon, and um, yeah, you guys do. You make us feel very uh, at ease and at home. You do a wonderful job there, uh, John. I know what I want to ask you, and again, something we talked about previously uh, off the air. You mentioned that uh, you and your wife Tracy live at Bacon Funeral Home. We do. We actually live upstairs. Uh, it is our home as well. Um, you know, in addition to you know serving families and and arranging and and conducting services when there are no services it is our home you know at the end of the day we i go right upstairs one flight of stairs and i'm at my house so um how big is it like a little is it like a little studio apartment or what no it's actually it's an old victorian it's four floors that's where um, I've so been in there, a, but I've never been to. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a full, never, you know. Wow. Yeah, it's there's quite a bit of rooms. You know, the high ceilings, the stained glass. So it's all from you know the 1870s. It's a beautiful building. Yeah. Yes. Um, so yeah, so that's our home as well. Yeah. Little side story again. I I, I, and I was telling John that um, 16, 16, 17 years ago, my brother and I rented out a house literally across the street from Bacon Funeral Home yeah. long yeah. before you and Tracy arrived. Yeah. So um, it's got to be uh, it's a cozy little home. Do you ever? Uh, you guys plan on just staying there, or do you do you think you'll eventually uh, move, move, you know, continue on with Bacon and move out of there? Or, or no, we you know Bacon's been in Bacon's been around since 1916, yeah. you know, in Willimantic, and we want to continue the the name and continue the tradition, and we plan on being there until you know who knows, you know, we take it a day at a time. That's all we can do. That's all you can do. You we know? are day to day. Yeah, no, I'm doubt about that. Yeah, so we talk with a funeral home director. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, 14 WILI 95.3 FM, Willimantic Today, Facebook. Uh, John and Damps was with us on episode, episode 39 of Hometown Threads. What has been your favorite stop along the way? And, and um, where's all your family still located these days? Uh, my dad's side of the family, they're actually in the Lebanon area, the, the Adamsowitzes, you know, Lebanon, Preston, Norwich, that, that area. Uh, my mom's side of the family, unfortunately, they've pretty much all, you know, are deceased. But uh, typically down in the Norwich area is my dad's family, okay. uh, which they're, they're still around. Um, so, yeah. I have a little connection with uh, John and his family. Uh, uh, the church I grew up going to in Lebanon, St. Francis of Assisi, yep. um, Frank Adamsowitz. Yep. My father and I were just talking about the other day. When, when the rest of the congregation would say, Amen, you'd hear Frank go, Amen! And we're like, oh, yeah. wait, what a tremendous family. Yeah. Now, you said Frank is your... It was my father's first cousin. Your father's first cousin. Yes. So, Adamsowitz is a pretty big family. It huh? is. It's a very big family. Yeah. And now, where is it? Again, I grew up with Amy, and her older sister was 
I want to say Eileen, or is I it? Believe it was Eileen. I'm not sure. I believe so. Anyway, I but they so. they were all from. They grew up in Lebanon. Yes. Yeah, and they're yeah. so you're like your second. Cousins. They're like our second cousins. Yeah. And where's where's your wife from? Is she? Uh... Um, she's actually from Waterbury, Watertown area. Okay. Yeah, that's where her family's from. So, so tell us how you guys met, and then she uh, finds out what you do for a living, and how uh, she took that. <laughs> tell us a little. Uh, let's go back even further. You tell us how you met, and tell us how what you when you first told her what you do. It was it was it was actually pretty obvious. I, I actually met her at a funeral. Oh come on now! <laughs> she actually Are came. Are you serious? She like actually wedding crash. She actually came crash. to a service at the funeral home that I was working with at, at working for rather, and that's where I actually met her. So she clearly knew what I was doing. There was yeah. no no surprise there. Wow. Um, and uh, the rest is history. And we've we've been together for been nine years now. So yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So she uh, and, and she has a background. She does all the business and uh... yeah, she's got a background in, in financials. Um, so she does all the financial paperwork. She's the COO, CEO of the funeral home, and I'm typically the the licensee, uh, the funeral director part of things. So. Now you being 49, you told me before, and I'm 51, so we're in the same ballpark. Yeah, is this something you just? I, I, I obviously could see on your face. You've you've been doing it since you've been 16. You enjoy doing it. I know it's a, it's. It's kind of sad yeah. in a way, and not for you. I'm just talking about mm-hmm. the uh, you know, just the, the business itself. Yeah. But uh, do you ever see yourself going, well, I've enjoyed doing this for decades. Uh, I may want to try something new. Or is this something you see yourself? I see myself doing this until Good for you. Un- until whenever the day comes where I can't do it anymore. To yeah. me, and it hasn't even felt like a job. You know, it's, it's, it doesn't you. feel like a job when you enjoy what you do. You know, I love hearing something you like know, that. Every day, every day is different. It's not your typical nine to five job. And that's what makes it interesting, you know. And it's very rare, at least uh, the people I've come across, not just on the show, but in general, where you don't, it's not every day you you come across somebody who has been doing the same thing, kind of like you and I have since the age of 16. That's phenomenal. John Adamsowitz from uh, Bacon Funeral Home with us here, episode 39 of Hometown Threads. Talk a little about the business, and is there anything else, is there anything you want to promote or, or mention uh, for Bacon Funeral Home, Prospect Street, Willimantic. Uh, you know the business is their typical, you know, funeral funeral home business. We, you know, we we meet with families to arrange services when someone has passed, um, and we actually arrange services for people who want to do it ahead of time. You know, when they want to do pre-planning, and a lot of people do do that prior to the death. You know, they want to have the arrangements done ahead of time so the the children don't have to worry about it when the time does come. So we do a lot of that. Um, but we, you know, we arrange burial and cremation services for families as, as they wish. You know, we, we take care of the preparation of the body. Um, you know, we take care of obituaries for, for the families. We contact the churches. We make arrangements with the cemeteries. Um, and then if there's any, you know, monument work or, you know, headstone work that has to be done, we'll arrange that for the family as well. So we, we kind of do that for them, you know, also. Do you have a staff, or is it just you and your wife? It's my wife and I, and we actually have an intern going to mortuary school right now. So she's with an us right intern. Now. Yeah, so, an intern. Yeah, so we're really? we're kind of teaching her the ropes. So while wow. she's in school, so it's just it's just basically us. That's it. So you could be an intern at mortuary school. Yes, you can. Wow, just I. Yeah. I don't mean to sound so naive, but I just I, I never knew that you you could go to school for this field. Yes. But uh, yeah. it's cre- burials and cremations. Mm-hmm. There's not another option, right? No. Uh, barrel cremation, and that's basically it. Yeah. What uh, What are you seeing most these days, and and why? What's your theory on that? Uh, these days, cremation tends to be the trend, um, you know, that I've seen over the last you know 15, 20 years, and I think partially due to you know 
financial reasons. You know, the cost is, is quite a bit less. A lot of it could be religion customs. Um, I just think things are, you know, I think a lot of it is just it's much simpler. You know, things are much simpler done. Um, but then there are families that still go the traditional route with the, you know, the cemetery burial, the, the, the services in church. Um, but, you know, things change and we kind of have to go along with those changes. You know, we kind of have to stay on top of it and just, you know, we have to kind of cater their needs. And, you know, that's what we're there for. You know, we're there to, to service them, you know, whatever they decide. So, um, Are you pretty much when there's a funeral, is it? We see you. You're running the show. I mean, is yes. your wife out there helping you? I know she she does the business. Aspect. Yeah, when we have a visitation, it will be Tracy and I. We're we're there at, at the funeral home. You know, they will see us. Um, you know, on the funerals as well, it'll be her and I. Um, and then um, yeah, so it's basically just us. We don't. Uh, you know, if somebody has a service in our facility, it's just one at a time. So if the family has the whole building themselves, we don't do multiple on a given day. Um, you know, every family is unique, and we we take care of one family at a time. And that, that's kind of our motto. And you also mentioned, I know it's, um, uh, it's, it's sometimes up to the family to write the obit, but you guys write the obits? We actually will help them as well. Yeah, we'll give them kind of pointers and we'll help them out and kind of uh, help them personalize it for their loved one. Because, you know, every obituary is unique. You know, it's, right. it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's not, it should be personal. You know, and, and it's a it's a story of their life, you know, and, and Absolutely. we'll help them. We'll help them do that. It had to be, not to go personal again, but it had to be kind of uh, rough planning services for was this like immediate family too for it was you? actually my my grandmother and my father oh my goodness yeah Whew, that had to be rough it was it was definitely rough and it's it's you know it's you know it's it's, it's your family and you have to you have yeah. to do the right thing and you have to it was it was personal but at the same time it was rewarding because i was able to do that for for my grandmother and my father so um but yeah what do you guys um do any do you do anything different or is there anything that sets you guys, sets Bacon Funeral Home aside than, uh, than some of the other ones out there, any of the other funeral homes? Um, well, in this area, we're, you know, we're, we're the last family-owned funeral home around, you know, from, from the Bacon days. Um, you know, we, we live at the funeral home, so we, you know, when people come into our house, they come into our home, and they're part of our family. You know, even when the funeral is done, months afterwards, years afterwards, they're still part of, part of our family. And we consider them our family. Every family that comes in there are part of us. So I think that kind of sets us sets us aside that we think so. As we near uh, this, uh, as we near the end of episode thirty nine, I'll give you, as I do all my guests, an option for any closing thoughts, anything you'd like to to add. So uh, keep that in the back of your mind. Do you ever give tours of your uh, your house upstairs? <laughs> Pe- I'm sorry, I had to ask. I'm no, curious. people people do come in. They want to see. We actually do. People want to see the other room. Other, you know. Uh, What's the square footage in that fourth floor? I'm sorry. I mean, I'm not trying to get nosy or anything. But... Total with all four floors, I think it's about eight thousand. Okay. With oh, all, all, all right. four floors. I'm trying to picture in my head. I mean, I, that's yeah. yeah. You're right. It is bigger than. Uh, I'm just picturing this. Um, yeah. yeah I, I haven't been in there recently. So it's about but... eight thousand on all four floors, and we also that's own the, the parking lot as well. You know, but there's that yeah, corner right. lot. Yes. So it's actually that's our property with the barn and all that. So that's all. Wow, down is it really? That's all. It's two base, two building lots. So that's all our property. Nice. Yeah. And what do you What do you guys do with the barn and stuff? It's or? pretty much just vacant. It used to be. Vacant? Yeah. It used to be. Uh, it used to be a dance studio back in the days wow. when Mr. Sharon had it. Yeah. yeah. But it's just it's just vacant for for the time. The Sharon family, wonderful family too. It's a, yeah. a big family here in the Willimantic area as well. Yeah. Um, anything more you want to tell us about your family too, and uh, and how you just. Uh, 
tell us about your wife. Just she does all the uh, the fi- the finances and stuff like that. Yeah, she does Did all she the go finances. To school for that stuff. Yeah, she she went to school for for business and, and finance. Um, so she takes care of all the kind of like the behind the scenes type of thing. Um, and I'm basically the guy. You're the face. I'm kind of the face when people come in. So we, you know, have our, our certain roles, and, and it works out great. So well, Some people grieve different than others. Absolutely. And, Absolutely. And um, you got to, yeah, I mean, it's just, I'm sure you've seen it, uh, all kinds of grieving, yeah, right? Absolutely, yeah. Everyone, everyone's different that comes in. You know, everybody yeah. handles death in, in, in a different way. And I know, back to mortuary school for a second, they really, they teach you all about that as well. But oh, what else, what else is something in mortuary school? Am I saying that right? Mort, mortuary? mortuary school, yeah. Okay. What's something that you wouldn't expect someone like me who knows nothing about it? You know, obviously we just mentioned grieving, the business side of it. What else do you learn? That's uh, in, when you're going through more tours. And a lot of it is psychology. Um, you know, kind of learning someone's personality, and a lot of it's it's personality because um, everyone is different. Everybody acts differently when when they're in the face of grief or in the middle of grief. You know, some people show no emotion. Some people tend to be tend to laugh to kind of brush that off and some people tend to get angry you know every, everyone is different it's all in how they how they deal with it um but uh you know we treat everybody with with the utmost respect and compassion yeah. and and our goal is, is to kind of help them through that time as best as we can so. i'm sure you do a great job just the the little that i uh, i've known john you seem like a very right when you walk through the door you usually you know, have a good, you know, you can tell right off the bat, and definitely I could tell you're excellent at what you do. Uh, a few more minutes here with the owner of Bacon Funeral Home, John Adamsowitz, uh, Bacon Funeral Home, of course, Prospect Street in Willimantic. Uh, what, what has been, um, actually, take us back to when you purchased the funeral home from the Sharon family. Take us a little through that process, if 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 you could yeah uh mr sharon had it uh well the, the the original owner was mr bacon he's he's had it since 1916 uh you know mr sharon purchased it from from delphus um and mr sharon had it for about 50 years 52 years and it was time for him to retire so uh he kind of we kind of took the reins over from him and we you know we're carrying the bacon name and the tradition and uh, you know since we've been there we've done some remodeling and some upgrades and kind of improved the facilities a little bit but we kind of at the same time kept that old school Victorian yeah. charm to the house. We kind of kept that aspect of it as well. Um, so, yeah. You know what? Go yeah. Speak a little about that Victorian building because you're absolutely right. It's probably one of the oldest buildings I'd think maybe in town. Yeah. Um, it, if I'm not, well, I know it's not the oldest building. It's got to be up there. Yeah, it dates back, we're, we're told, I think probably the 1870s. Yeah, that um, sounds about right. And the from what we were told, the original owners of the home were the owners of American Thread. That was their get out. I didn't know prior, that either. Prior to becoming a funeral home. How about that? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, what kind of uh, what kind of upgrades inside that building, off the top of your head, have you done since you've taken it over five years? Ago? Uh, you know, new paint, new carpeting, new lights, just your typical, uh, you know, just normal type of upgrades. Brightened colors, you know, re- replaced fixtures here and there, but the, the actual charm of it still remains the same. Though the Victorian yeah. charm of, of the house and the feel. So. I was in there just not only a couple, yeah, probably a couple years ago. I'd say at the, maybe even less than that to do a night to Columbus funeral and. Uh, yeah, it's very welcoming. Yeah. You do an excellent job. Yeah, thank you. Uh, before we uh, ask you for your closing thoughts, anything else you'd like to add? I don't think I've, I don't think I've asked this. What's been the toughest part of the job? Not just here, but throughout your career. Um, the the toughest part tends to be you know the hours. 
you know, because it's nothing. It's it's not standard. It's not it's not steady. It's very erratic. You know, we operate 24 hours a day, all different kinds of weather. Um, that that can be a little challenging. Um, but uh, but like I said, it, if if you enjoy what you do, it's not a job. You know, it's it's Absolutely. a lifestyle, and I I've, I've enjoyed it since day one, and I, I continue to enjoy it every day. Oh, what a what a thrill it was to meet you. Somebody oh, nice meeting you too. Thank you. Been doing the same thing, you know. Yeah. We're kind of have that in common, you know. All right. Um, oh, any closing thoughts? Anything you like to add, John Adamsowitz, owner of Bacon Funeral Home? Yeah. So uh, we're Bacon Funeral Home on Prospect Street. Uh, we're you know. People can reach us at 860-423-1234. They can visit our website at baconfh.com. Um, you know, if somebody wants to come and take a look at our home, they're more than welcome to give us a call or stop by. We'd be happy to, to give them a tour if need be. I'm uh, take you up on that. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, but uh, but we're there. Tracy and I, we're there. And, um, you know, we're, we're glad to be a part of this community. So. Oh, it's great finally meeting you. Yeah. And then you can't forget the phone number, 1234. Yeah. Did you say 423? 423-1234. And, of course, don't forget the 860. 860-423-1234. The owner of Bacon Funeral Home, John Adamsowitz. Uh, pleasure to meet you. Nice Thank, meeting you. Thanks for coming in for episode 39 of Hometown Threads on 14 WILI, 95.3 FM, and Willimantic Today Facebook. Big thanks to Liberty Bank, Be Community Kind. J. Matt Rupar, thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. And in the words of the great Roddy McCumber, bye for now, folks. Bye for now.